0: It's showtime! Okay! Tokyo!
1: South America! Australia! France! Germany! UK! Here we go! Head on with Bob Kincaid. Three hours of conversation, cussing, and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host.
2: Here we go, off and running on this Valentine's Day 2024, the 14th day of February 2024. This is the Horn Head On. is where you'll find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real time madcap multimedia extravaganza that is the Horn chat room in the three hours in which this program is live. Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, all time zones in between, and the Great Globe Brown. And where, if you pop in right now, you'll be greeted by the early arrivers. That's Anatole, and uh, Malin, and Jersey, and Routes, and Squeaky, and Theo. Nice to see you, Malin. And I'm there, too, and it's all capably moderated by... Horn Chief Agronomist and Chief Mathematician, Bud Trimmer Emeritus, and Zimmergist Extraordinaire, Roger in Oregon. Hi, I'm Robin. And well, we'll get into we'll get into things, but every program here at The Horn begins with gratitude. And this program is no different. And as such, Uh, yeah. As such, we say thank you to our 14th day of the month subscribers and various contributors. Thank you to Ralph's. And thank you to Matt in San Francisco. Uh, thank you to uh, our anonymous friend, our anonymous inter- kind anonymous Internet friend. Uh, Here's where things stand. We are exactly $999 behind in fundraising. So that's all of today, all of yesterday, all of Friday, and uh, $99 of Thursday. So that's that's where we are. Uh, But thanks to everybody who does keep this all going. And listen, pretty please, if you don't mind, like and subscribe to the podcast. You, you know, the nice thing about the podcast, you can listen anytime you want, and uh, it really does help when you add a review or a comment or the likes. Everything, everything matters in terms of uh, in terms of building awareness of the program and adding to. Um, well, adding to the bulk of the conversation, so there's that. <sighs> you know, I, I couldn't help. I saw, I saw a piece of news earlier today. Uh, Nine hundred and ninety-nine dollar profit says, a nine-nine-nine, um, yeah, nine-nine-nine funding goal. Herb Cain was a prophet, says, Brother Deacon Asa. Yes, nine, nine, nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, no, I was thinking of the note that I got in yesterday's program from our dear friend Kim in New York City, playing, saying, "Please, for the rest of the week, could we not talk about the Super Bowl or Taylor Swift?" Well, I, I thought I thought about that when when I saw. Uh, I mean goddess of irony is sometimes brutal. Um, I saw the news earlier today that there was an outbreak of Second Amendment freedom at the Chiefs victory celebration today in Kansas City. There were over a million people uh, gathered in downtown Kansas City to celebrate the back-to-back world championships of the Chiefs and there were a couple of people with uh... firearms who decided to use them i am absolutely certain that they were of course as is almost always the case with mass shootings a lawful gun owner lawful gun owners permitted to own guns as a matter of constitutional law under the Second Amendment of the Constitution of the United States, which, regardless, does not say anything about anyone owning guns. The word own does not appear in the Second Amendment. It's keeping and bare, and I'll just, it bears remembering that those are 18th century English terms for what is referred to as bailment. But nonetheless, uh, the blood-soaked God worshipped by far too many people in this country. That blood-soaked God is a gun. Yeah. Uh, Ralph says... I'll offer a $25 challenge for the Democratic wins yesterday, including this article at Democratic Underground. Boy, the biggest mistake these motherfuckers made was last night in the Bucks County PA special election. The Democrat won with 67% of the vote. Democrats do not win elections in Bucks County with 67% of the vote. And they normally wouldn't even if they guaranteed that every household would receive $5,000 per annum gratis. It's a bit of an exaggeration, but you can tell that I'm on a roll. If this is not an example of the dog chasing the car and catching it, I don't know what is. They awakened the sleeping giant of Americans who care deeply about issues if and only if it pertains to them or to their immediate families. What a giant fuck-up. And coupled with their errant stupidity, I'm telling you, it's going to be a bloodbath for these pricks in the fall. We're going to get out the vote. We're going to wipe the floor with these bastards and make them eat their words. Well, poster at uh, Democratic Underground from your lips to God's ear. You know, if we could ever get enough of a majority in the House and the Congress and have a decent president on, uh, on board, maybe we could stop a few of these uh, horrors like the NRA roulette wheel of death landing on Kansas City today. Some Chiefs players were still on the stage. When the shooting started, one person is dead, two are critically injured in hospital, I think four are in serious condition, others have been treated and released, at least 10, possibly 15 people were shot. Two unnamed individuals have been taken into custody, according to authorities in Kansas City. No demographic or identifying information of any sort available as yet. But given the the tenor and the temper of the country right now, isn't it practically impossible to imagine the shooting being perpetrated by anyone but a maggot? And now Kansas City, Missouri has its own Valentine's Day massacre to contend with. Gee, thanks, good God-fearing upstanding Bible-believing, Christ-centered, evangelical, fundamentalist, amosexual Christian Republicans. But there's something about Republicans in Missouri and running, running away The gunfire started in Kansas City and, uh, well, the governor of Missouri, Mike Parson, made the trip from Jefferson City to Kansas City to see the celebration. And when the shooting started, when it got dangerous... He ran like hell. Actually, he ran like hall Lee. Now, uh, it, it, am I going to criticize that? No. I would have run. I would have. I would have hidden. But the problem is, Mike Parsons is a gun humping Second Amendment absolutist maniac. His coffers have lots and lots of NRA coin in them. And it was the NRA, of course, who said the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Didn't you have your gun, Mikey Parsons? Why didn't you go and stop the shooting? Um. An individual by the name of Patrick Quafe said, I just ran away from a mass shooting at the chief's parade where I saw the Missouri governor, the gun lover below, running scared for his life next to me with an army of officers protecting him. He accompanied his post with a photograph of Governor Parsons uh, declaring his undying adoration for responsible law-abiding gun owners. Patrick Quafe added, I'm so sick of these NRA-funded politicians. Well, then the governor's office got busy, and a spokes put out a statement saying, Governor and First Lady Parson were in attendance when shots were fired near Union Station in KC. They are safe and secure. State law enforcement personnel are assisting local authorities in response efforts. As we wait to learn more, our hearts go out to the victims. Governor and First Lady Parson want to thank the Missouri Highway Patrol KCPD and their security officers for their quick and professional actions. Wow. No tots and pears, Governor? Governor? Where's the tots and pears? I haven't seen it yet on social media anywhere, but I'm sure it's probably already happened. I just don't have the stomach to go looking for it. It's it, it probably uh, oh, I don't know uh, that, that, that uh, horrid blob of p- protoplasm uh, chaya rate chick. you know has she has she said that the shooter was trans yet? Or maybe little Benny Drywife Shapiro? Has he said that yet? Or uh, how about Candio? Or Matt Dysphoria Beard Walsh? Don't know. It's pathetic that I expect it. It's just, you know, where we are, I suppose. Yeah, Darlene wrote me and said, Jesus. I know, Darlene. I know. Our dear friend Joy in Ann Arbor said, "Uh, you know fucking well the gunman is an anti-Taylor Swift maggot. Added, it just pisses me off for Chiefs fans, not just Chiefs fans, of course. No one deserves this, but I can't stand sour people who rob others of their joy. I keep mentioning that they had 800 officers there at the parade to keep people safe, but you could have had a billion officers there. People would still need to be shot and injured or killed first. A billion officers or 800 officers could only react after the injuries and deaths. I'm so sick of this. Amen, Joy. Amen. Amen. So sick of this. And the vast majority of the nation... ...is sick of this. There are two... ...supposedly deeply divisive issues in this country... ...that aren't as divisive as they may seem. Because those issues... ...are supported... ...by an actual substantial majority of people in this country. The first... The first is a woman's right to not be forced to be pregnant, her right to bodily autonomy, supported by a broad swath of the country. The other, of course, is this guns, guns, forever guns. A majority of Americans want to see what is euphemistically referred to as common sense gun laws. You know, like they had in Kansas City, Missouri, and Topeka, Kansas, and Dodge City in the 19th century, where you had to check your guns at the saloon door. Wolverines right uh, well <laughs> ralphs noting i guess he did this instead governor parson to announce deployment of state resources to southern border in texas <laughs> well, but of course because that's where the menace is ralphs all those unarmed mexicans Fleeing problems created at least in part, perhaps in large part, by us. But, you know, let's not say that too loud. Uh, Matt in San Francisco says, thoughts and prayers. The mayor and police chief offered them up at the press conference, so that box has been checked course it has. And I thought about a lot of people that I know who live in Kansas City. Thought about our dear friend, Sister Carol Baker. Thought about a dear friend of mine from college. Because every time something happens like this, you realize that the odds are small, but not zero. And so you worry. Eventually, I suppose we'll find out something about the shooter, but probably not nearly enough. And then uh, well, I guess some, most of the chaos has probably abated. Oh yeah, there oh yeah, there's there's uh Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Drew Tranquil. Please join me in prayer for all the victims of this heinous act. <sighs> Sorry. I had I had I had an entirely different show together and then, you know, this happened. Had this not happened, it would have been uh, a day for no small amount of celebration. Last night was rather a big night. Pennsylvania seat, and, uh, well... George Anthony DeVolder Eugene V Deb Santos' old seat which was taken by Democrat Tom Swazi. who uh, offered up some remarks after his victory
1: all right here he is uh, congressman-elect Tom Swasey uh, let's uh, let's listen in as he uh, declares victory. I, I,
2: I am... Go back, go back, go back. Everybody back. Anything else? Signs down. (laughs) Thank God.
0: (laughs) Let me just enjoy this for one more minute, okay? Despite
2: all the attacks, despite all all the lies about Tom Swazi and the squad, about Tom Swazi being the godfather of the migrant crisis, about Sanctuary Swazi, despite the
1: dirty tricks, despite the vaunted Nassau County Republican machine. We won!
2: Now, we know that this race was fought in a district with a... You get the gist of it. The protester that jumped up on stage had a Palestinian flag. And he handled it with aplomb. He wasn't nasty to the protester. Didn't say, throw him out. Didn't do any of that maggot stuff. But now now uh, the Republican majority in the House is in jeopardy. And I don't know. Mullah Moses Mike Johnson might be hanging by a thread. And, you know, I hope it doesn't hurt too little. So, and meanwhile, you know, this morning on my filthy morning habit, yeah, you know, before before that outbreak of Second Amendment freedom spoiled everybody's good day and ruined several lives. As Matt says, they say two have been arrested. It's early, so who knows how accurate the information is. Seems people can't exactly pin down the details when they're panicking and running for their lives. Truer words have never been spoken. But before that, yeah, there was a little bit of uh, jubilation in the air.
3: And wrote in a statement, Donald Trump lost again tonight. When Republicans run on Trump's extreme agenda, even a Republican-held seat Voters reject them. Trump and the MAGA extremists in the House are already paying the political price for derailing a bipartisan deal to secure our borders and to fix our broken immigration system. Nikki Haley's campaign also reacted to last night's Democratic victory in New York, writing, Let's just say the quiet part out loud. Donald Trump continues to be a huge weight against Republican candidates. Until Republicans wake up, we will continue to lose. Time for a new generation of conservative leadership that doesn't turn off the American people, end quote. Donald Trump, as you can imagine, blamed anyone but himself for the loss, calling Pillip, the Republican candidate, a, quote, very foolish woman, and saying his MAGA supporters stayed home again yesterday. So, Joe, I think I misspoke. I said Trump won in 2020. I meant Joe Biden won by eight points in Mm -hmm. 2020. Then it flips to Santos, a Republican, by eight points in 2022. And now this is looking like another eight-point win or so For the Democrat, Tom Swazi, a known entity there, a guy people trust. The issues were immigration, which he leaned into and said, yes, we have a crisis. Yes, we have to do something about the
1: border. And leaning into the issue of abortion as well. Yeah. Um, And and here's the thing that we've been talking about every day uh, over the last week or two uh, that has real-world implications. And that is... There was a a resolution to the southern border that would have stopped illegal immigrants from streaming across the southern border, that would have stopped fentanyl that's killing American kids from streaming across the American border, crime uh, along the American border. And now in New York City, we're hearing all of this could have been stopped by a deal that Republican James Langford put forward. But Donald Trump told the Republicans not to do it. And so there's going to be chaos at the border for the next year because of Donald Trump. And it had an impact in this race. Tom Suozzi was on the defensive on the issue of immigration until that happened. And when that happened, when Donald Trump killed the bill, the reporters up there say the entire issue turned on its head. Swazi leaned into it and he won on the issue of immigration. Stop for a second, everybody. listen to what I just said. A Democrat won on the issue of immigration. I'm so, I, I was so surprised when I was there, so surprised now that there are politicians that think they can do whatever they can do in Congress and it won't catch up to them. Always shocked there because it always caught up with them. And I'm still shocked that these MAGA extreme Republicans and the Speaker of the House are stupid enough to believe that you can openly say we're going to let fentanyl come across our border for the next year. We're going to let illegal immigrants come across our border for the next year because Donald Trump says blame me and we're going to do it. And it has real world implications. Republicans lose again 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, last night. And they aren't just losing because the stars are aligned against them. They're losing because of one self-inflicted Trump wound after another. This is just the latest chapter and verse of that, Willie. And voters are smart. They
3: they see through the nonsense, which is that up the Republican candidate here, opposed that bill and said, we've got to do something about immigration. We've got to do something at the border, to which Tom Swazi says, I support the bill that was just right. put in front of us, a bipartisan bill led by a conservative Republican. And by the way, we'll talk about this in a minute. Republicans in the House continue down this path now without supporting foreign aid because they say they want something done on the border, which was just done over in the Senate. Let's go over to the...
2: And that's a valid point and if I dare say so myself, rather a derpy one, too. And Mullah Moses Mike Johnson is not coming off as a terribly masculine man of masculine masculinity manliness. Uh, He he now says that uh, House Republicans will begin in earnest to deal with the southern border. Yeah, now that they helped kill the toughest, meanest, most vicious immigration bill that this country has seen probably since the mid-20th century. And is sounding a little bit pissy, Mullah Moses Mike Johnson said, the House is not going to be forced into action by the Senate. Really? Um, Mullah Moses? Can I call you Moses? Moses, Moses, Moses. Do you know, I mean, I know you're a lawyer, but you are a lawyer for a tax-exempt Christian grift. So I don't know how much you really understand yeah you know you authored you authored a, a letter in support of the insurrection and overturning the 2020 election that there was no credible argument for under the law or a reasonable reinterpretation of it but moses i think of van bancroft oh moses Moses the Senate can initiate bills dum-dum the Senate can introduce legislation first in regard to everything but the purse but general laws heck yeah you weren't forced into action oh what a dipshit this morning uh, one reporter asked Moses uh, you yourself were part of killing the Senate compromise bill you called it dead on arrival so my question to you is while you say there need to be solutions what are the White House uh, what are the House Republicans doing to get a solution on the border and on Ukraine or are you going to actually do nothing what is your proposal what are you doing and Moses said, we're addressing each of those issues. There are important issues on the table. We're not going to be forced into action by the Senate, who in the latest product they sent over does not have one word in the bill about America's border. Not one word about security. The bill he's talking about is the bill that the Senate passed yesterday. Or day before. dealing with aid for Taiwan, Ukraine, and Israel. There's nothing in the border in it because these dipshits killed the border bill. They want, the, the House wanted a standalone border bill. James Lankford learned a hard lesson in the perfidy of his own party. Hammered out, like I said, the meanest, ugliest, most vicious immigration bill in modern history, once again leaving the dreamers to flap in the breeze. And Moses killed it. If it had been written on two stone tablets, he would have thrown it down and busted it in he would have thrown it down and busted it into, into gravel. He desperately tried to explain himself saying, Uh, The reason that the other one was dead on arrival is because it did not meet the moment. It would not have solved the problem. You can't leave giant loopholes and codify some of the things that have gotten us into this situation. So apparently it's infrastructure week in the house. We'll address the issues. We'll do our duty on that matter. And all that begins in earnest right now and I helped and then he and his minions walked away and refused to take another question representative Real, uh, uh, Bill Pascrell Jr. a Democrat from Jersey said The Republicans killed the border security deal they demanded are threatening to kill any aid to Ukraine and preside over the least productive Congress in decades. Republicans don't have plans and they really can't govern. (laughs) That's true. They're useless. But they're useless because they have been told to be, and they're all doggies sitting there next to the speaker of the gramophone hearing their master's voice. Take an action. Take an action. No border deal. Uh, And so there. according to Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, all options are on the table. And as such, it's possible they could do a... uh, They could do a... uh, Oh, what's it called? Oh, a discharge petition. Yeah. If all of the Democrats, and here we go again. Some handful of sane Republicans voted on a discharge petition, the Ukraine aid bill, which is how I think of it because that is where again democracy is being most brutally tested but a discharge bill a discharge petition could get the Ukraine aid bill to a vote without moses johnson being able to kill it And that may be how it has to work. And one dares to hope that it can. But it's not a lot of fun being Mullah Moses right now. Politico had a headline earlier today. Johnson faces wave of buyer's remorse. Politico noting that in his fourth month in alleged power, Speaker Mike Johnson has accomplished what once seemed unthinkable, making Kevin McCarthy seem like a skilled strategist and master of the House. And apparently some of the people who are close to him and might even like him, if Politico's report is to be believed, uh, they say that, um, well, he's kind of winging it, making it up as long as he as he goes along. One senior Republican in the House said, Kevin would have a strategy. He'd chop it around, then he'd make a play call. The more I'm around Johnson, the more it's clear to me he doesn't have a plan. Thomas Massey of Kentucky Stan went so far as to say it out loud. He said, getting rid of Speaker McCarthy is officially turned into an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> Self-inflicted. And he apparently, being Moses and all, uh, doesn't like to doesn't like to uh, oh consider the opinions of his colleagues and the bottom line, as the impeachment of Secretary Secretary Mayorkas demonstrated, is that he is a he is entirely owned by Sporkfoot, by Marge. And I don't know how I don't I don't know if there's a, a more pathetic statement to be made out there than to, to say that someone is controlled by Sporkfoot. Because all he has to do is cross her once, and she's already made it plain that she, in fact, will file a motion to vacate the speaker. And so Moses, well, Moses is, as the article noted, In a pickle. Kevers, meanwhile, said, uh, Don't be afraid to make a decision and lead. That's hilarious. Make a decision and go. I would do the exact same thing I did before. You can't be afraid of someone trying to throw you out. Oh, but see, when you've run your mouth about how you're there because God wants you to be Moses, and it turns out that you can be removed by one spork-footed demon, it's kind of difficult to not be afraid of someone trying to throw you out. And And I think that entire quote is just a little bit of, dare I say it, it's a little bit of dick measuring on Kev's part. Just go ahead and do it. Don't be Don't be afraid. Don't be chicken. Yeah, sure. I, and by the way, it is. Uh, Prayer meeting Wednesday, so we have some material along those lines. Texas is considering a bill to allow chaplains to be school counselors. Now, at least at present in the state of Texas, you have to have a master's degree. To be a school counselor, a guidance counselor. On the other hand, you can go online, as one opponent of the bill in the Texas Ledge noted, you can go online and for about 30 bucks become a chaplain without any sort of accreditation or training. I don't know. Some parents will probably love it when they come home and find out that the school chaplain has been—I don't know—anointing students' heads with oil or praying in tongues with them. Or, hey, kid, you want—you <laughs> want to see a snake? <clears throat> that could be—that could be taken differently. Christian ministers being Christian ministers. And then there's Tenistan, where they have passed a law, House Bill 878, says that elected officials in the state of Tenistan, quote, shall not be required to solemnize a marriage If they do so based on their conscience or religious beliefs. The funny thing is, that law already exists. I guess you could call this the um, Sister Clerk Kim Davis Law, even though she was up in Kentucky. It passed in the the House in March 2023. The General Assembly deferred till 2024. Senators voted Monday to uh, put a companion bill in the Senate with the House version. And it passed 27 to 5 along party lines. In other words... There's something like 27 maggot senators in Tennessee and only five Democrats. It can be a lonely life. It remains to be seen whether Tennistan Governor Bill Lee will sign the bill into law, but it's not that much of a mystery considering he signed the drag ban last year. Which then cost Tennessee some money because a federal judge said, no, that's unconstitutional. And frankly, this law should be too. Because these are not religious ceremonies, these are, not to put too fine a point on it, civil rights. State Senator Mark Pody, a maggot. Yeah, really, Pody, P-O-D-Y. It just says that a person shall not be required to solemnize a merge. This has nothing to do with getting a license. It has nothing to do with the clerk required to give a license. It just says those words. That's all there is to it. On the other hand, there's Monty Fritz, the primary sponsor of the bill, who said, uh, uh, "He's trying to combat elder abuse. Young folks are trying to marry older folks to get their financial accounts. <sighs> Nothing in the bill uh, as to whether or not a uh, a gay." And let's assume for a moment that there is one, in somewhere in Tennessee, that a gay public official can refuse to solemnize a straight marriage. Hmm? Maybe. You think? I think. Uh, <laughs> gutter snipe warning coming from Brendan hello Robin hello Brendan do you think that the two weeks Mrs. Johnson spent on her knees in support of Moses becoming speaker didn't help because she prayed but didn't swallow oh Brendan no one gutter snipes quite like you and Brendan adds fuck all those Republic bagger cons well, it's a free country, but I won't. <laughs> oh. I think my liver just quivered. That's going to take some brain bleach to Never mind. Thank you, Brandon. But out there in the in the vast hinterlands where Democracy is constantly being put to the test. Well, hey, uh, how about Taliban, Hi, Dave. Where the uh, attorney general there, an odious creature by the name of Todd Rokita, who we have talked about in the past, this is the guy who tried to torment the physician who treated the 12-year-old Ohio girl. Was she she all the way to 12? Well, I think she was raped when she was 11. And Todd Rokita tried to torment the doctor in taliban Indiana, who gave her abortion care so she wouldn't have to give birth to a rape baby at the age of 12. That's the kind of pond scum Todd Rokita is. Wait, what's this coming in from Brother Deacon ASA? Don't kid yourself, sister. As with President I'm a dinner jacket and his respective country, Tennessee does not have any gays. <coughs> it, none at all. Yes. Not one. Those were all straight people at the, at the, at the hearings protesting and claiming to be all LGBTQ. But anytime, any, there's never a bad time for a, pre, a former a former president. on a dinner jacket reference. So we are approaching the end of the first hour, and I'm Phil Rockstering along. But uh, there is a challenge on the table courtesy of Ralph's, $25. It would get us down to uh, $945 in the fundraising goal. And... The middle of the month bills are breathing down my neck, so help is good help. D- chance to double your money up to twenty five bucks. So thank you, Ralphs, and thank you in advance to anybody who else any, anybody um, who answers her challenge. Back to Todd Rokita, horrible uh, attempt at a human being. Last week, his office under his direction uh vomited forth a website called eyes on education and in true orwellian fashion said it is a transparency portal uh, what are they transpa- what are they transparently going to portal the parents into and are they transparents never mind on that website, people can see, this is a quote, real examples of socialist indoctrinations from classrooms. Todd Rotita got this idea from Glenn Youngkin in uh, Virginia, where he instituted a NARC line for parents who are butt hurt by. Things that butt hurt right wingers. You know, the usual litany, sexuality of any kind, any kind of gayness, transness, Kurt Vonnegut, Toni Morrison, Mark Twain. And so the teachers' union in. Uh, teachers' unions in Taliban, Indiana, are calling for the website to be shut down because what it is is it's, it's a positively East German or perhaps North Korean approach to threatening teachers. And for anyone paying attention, uh, Taliban Deanna already has a crisis-level shortage in teachers. The heads of six teachers' unions that have more than 4,000 combined teachers as members put out an open letter calling for the portal to be shut down and is only being done for the, uh, for the Attorney General's own political gain. It's been up since February 6th. There are plenty of files already. There are photos of quizzes, class slideshows, reading lists all of which good, God-fearing, upstanding, Bible-believing, Christ-centered, evil, evangelical, gun gundementalist, amosexual, Christian, Republican, Attorney General Todd Rokita says, are objectionable. Uh, there's also a, a portion of a bill that allows... Barely literate maggot parents to complain about books in the school libraries and demand their removal. The fascism is strong with them, isn't it? One Republican even said it that it's fear-mongering and an insult to teachers. That's state representative Ed Clear, He's married to a high school teacher, and he said teachers don't need to, they they should be able to work without having to worry someone's going to stick the state's chief sick the sick the sick the state's chief legal officer on them. The sixth sheep, sixth sheep is sick. One of those objectionable materials, of course was a uh, rainbow pride flag on a school wall that had a raised fist. You know, the black power fist. Yeah, that's objectionable. Uh, Then there's an email from a public school superintendent who said he would address societal injustice in our classrooms in the wake of the murder Of George Floyd. That is also. Objectionable. Oh there's more. Down in Florida. They're worried there too. the the good maggot parents and their maggot representatives. They're trying to introduce a bill there that would start teaching children about the threat of communism in kindergarten. I presume that means that anarcho-syndicalism is going to be taught in pre-K. The summary of the teaching point says that uh, 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 Flora Chiron will be taught about the history of communism in the U.S., atrocities committed in foreign countries under communism, and the increasing threat of communism in the 20th century to the new 90 states, the greatest country in the history of the world on earth now, today, forever, in the universe under God and our allies. Yeah. Where's the threat of 21st century communism there? Representing? Of course, there would have to be a task force. In this case, a communism history task force. The appropriation, the pre K twelve appropriation subcommittee of the Florida House of uh sent the bill on out, I suppose, to the whole committee in a ten to two vote along party lines. Oh dear, that means there's ten maggots and two decent human beings on that subcommittee. They've already uh, down in uh, Florida, and I, and it being Florida, I kind of understand why they did this. Two years ago, they passed a Victims of Communism Day. It's supposed to be observed on November 7th yearly. And high school students are supposed to get 45 minutes of instruction. (sighs) Okay. What happens if, what, what, happens if they, what they're teaching about communism, what, what happens if that makes a child even more curious? And they go out and read differing opinions about communism. What if they actually want to read the Communist Manifesto? What, oh dear God, what if they want to read Das Kapital? I don't know if they know what they're getting themselves into. Uh, a uh, representative by the name of Chuck Brannon, one of the co sponsors of the bill, says that uh, it aims to provide a comprehensive understanding of communism's impact so we can talk about how it victimized and tortured and murdered and displaced millions of people in the past century. <sighs> wonder if there's going to be a unit on fascism. Pinochet. Hmm? Franco. Mussolini. And, you know, the guy who liked dogs. And, of course, there's always more to this shit. Uh, John Labriola uh, runs a a, a, a tax-exempt grift called the Christian Family Coalition of Florida. And John Labriola said that the equivalent of uh... communism in the united states is cultural marxism it's been manifested in things like the critical race theory using the victim oppressor narratives as well as the sexual orientation agendas of the lgbt movement using things like gender identity john labriola of course doesn't have a gender identity for he is a good christian On the other hand, Julie Meadows-Keefe of the Florida Moms for Accurate Education said, uh, Well, if you wrongly pass this, I hope that the issue of censorship and banning books in the communist nations would also be part of this curriculum. We got one of those in Florida. If we're going to present this curriculum, I would hope that it would be balanced maybe the history of the McCarthy era in the United States the political repression of left-wing Americans during the early years of the Cold War um, maybe a few minutes on Eugene V. Debs the torture of labor activists the murder of labor organizers yeah, because those uh, commies didn't do that. A- at first, though, because, you know, don't know much about history. Uh, they uh, they introduced a similar bill in the Florida Senate, but uh, they listed the Third Reich of Nazi Germany as one of the foreign communist movements, but then they... Went back and amended the bill and said, No, 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 Marxism, Leninism, and the Russian Revolution of 1917. Somebody must have explained to them that the Nazis were fascists, not commies. As borne out by the very words of the guy who liked dogs, who after the Reichstag fire said, Das ist die Arbeit von Kommunisten. That's the work of the communists. It wasn't, of course. Not even remotely. there's like I said there's a lot this is right terrifying Maura Healy is the governor of Massachusetts the commonwealth thereof And she has a home, and it's not behind a moat or a wall. And so Saturday night, members of the group NSC-131, hint the N is national and the S is socialist, they're Nazis, assaulted the governor's home showing up outside in the Boston suburb of Arlington wearing their uniform of khakis and black jackets and face masks and baseball caps. They moved in the darkness. They didn't bring their tiki torches, apparently. And they chanted, Whose Streets Our Streets? lined up on the sidewalk across the street from the governor's home. State troopers were there as security. And then they lit red traffic flares and held them up instead of tiki torches and gave stiff-armed guy-who-liked dog salutes and rolled out a banner that said, in all caps, We're not going anywhere. Well, there's a problem. They may be. You may recall, late last year, in December when the Attorney General of Massachusetts Andrea Joy Campbell filed a 26 page complaint in court against NSC 131 and uh, said that they target and terrorize people across Massachusetts and interfere with their rights and then was was so bold as to say we will hold this neo-nazi group and its leaders accountable Among other things, the document charged NSC-131 with unlawfully targeting and disrupting LGBTQ plus events. Not the least of which was some drag queen story hours. Unlawfully targeting immigrants based on race and national origin. They have gone to hotels housing migrants who have been dumped in Massachusetts by people like Greg Aspott and Well, monkey up Declantis, and they they have violated trespassing laws there. They've unlawfully attacked members of the public. They get into fights when they march, and are a general threat to uh, disrupt public peace and safety. Uh, The Massachusetts State Police didn't put up with it for very long. According to Carissa Hand, uh, Governor Healy's spokesperson, Massachusetts State Police, with assistance from local police, were on the scene. The group quickly dispersed. We thank law enforcement for their commitment to ensuring that all communities in our state are safe from hate groups of this kind. You see, NSC 131 has this wackadoodle Nazi notion that they're going to create a white ethno-state in New England. Back in mid-October last year, they assembled at her home and grunted, New England is ours, the rest must go. And shortly thereafter, in December, the complaint was filed in court. And these aren't soft Nazis. These are the hardcore types. They use the Hockenkreutz. They say, we place ourselves in the most stark opposition possible to everything that we would change in modern society. And, of course, they've made nicey-nicey with the maggots. This is just a uh, less ironic Proud Boys, but they've got a you know they've got a softer side too. They have Pine People's Initiative of New England, and they fly they give out flyers at Nitwit Nero rallies. They want New England to secede from the United States. Honey, you're in the wrong place. You want to be in Texas or? Mississippi Stan or Alabama for that one, Florida. And then they want to remove all the non-whites once once they've seceded from. Yeah. yeah. They claim that they want a an ethno-state that will represent the white supermajority of New England and the founding stock. They're gonna need some Native Americans for that one, dipshit Nazis. They're kind of everywhere. But a little victory. Uh, The governor of Nebraska, Jim Pillen, has caught a lot of hell lately. Because he uh, said he would not accept 18 million free dollars from the federal go- government to feed hungry children over the summer break because that's when food insecure children are at their deepest insecurity because school is not in session. It was December when Pillin said that they would reject the funding and said, I don't believe in welfare. Uh, Pillin of course, is so. Uh, filthy fucking rich so he does believe in welfare just not welfare that helps people who aren't filthy fucking rich so this past Monday he said uh, he had changed his mind because he met some high school students from around Nebraska who visited the capital this month oh they talked about being hungry And they talked about the summer USDA program and depended upon access when they'd get a sack of food. And from my seat, what I saw there, we have to do better in Nebraska. Here's what he's so worried about, Jim Pillen. It's called the summer EBT program. And it's a permanent program. Of the USDA, and uh, here's the, this is the welfare that so gives Jim Pillin the Fantods. It comes in the form of an EVT card for low-income families, families eligible for free or reduced-cost lunches at school because they're still charging people for lunch at school in Nebraska. And and here's the princely ransom that they get forty dollars a month for each child. That's roughly three packets of ramen per day per child. And Jim Pillin don't believe in welfare. I wonder if he's any kin to Pastor John Hagee. Starve! Oh, mm. well, he changed course. Uh, Going back to a little correspondence here, going back to the Kansas City story. Shots fired, says Clarence. Most of these gun humpers have not experienced being in a real gun battle. The majority of gun humpers would fold if gunfire is directed at them. These folks talk a big game until it gets real. Now, I have to be fair. There are military veterans who have experienced the baptism of fire. The majority of humans have not fired a weapon, nor have they been shot at. No one has any idea how they'll react to gunfire. The gun policies need to be massively overhauled. Background checks need to be done before you even touch a weapon. Hear, hear. Hear, hear, Clarence. And George and Korsco gold uh, discharge petition. I just emailed Representative Tom McClinick to support a full House vote on badly needed Ukraine defense funding. Please encourage others to do so. Thank you. Yes, uh, that's a great idea. And as was suggested on this program um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, cheap little postcards from the post office. Get there through the mail quickly, and it is physical and it is tangible, and you can. You yes. Ukraine aid is. Oh, I think I think it I think it speaks to not just the future of Ukraine, but the future of of, of so called liberal democracy in Europe. And yes, our own. And don't think that. Uh, Xi Jinping in China isn't watching, waiting for the opportunity to try to steamroll Taiwan. Uh, a, a, oh, that looks good. Arnold said, fuck these people. We made lasagna. That looks like some damn fine lasagna, Arnold. Uh, let's uh, wait, Brother Deacon Asa, and then, then then to the stress line. Uh, yeah, those those kids with their e- summer EBT cards. Yeah, Brother Deacon Asa says, yeah, they might buy Alaskan king lobster with that EBT card. Wake up, sheeple! Yeah, they'd probably probably go all the way down to Texas so they could buy it at H E B. Right right there in right there in front of former U S House of Representatives member. Wow. Asparagus guy. He was, he was, he was once uh, one of the most no- notorious dickheads. But, I don't know, they might cut the trip short and just do it and buy it in front of Steve Cantaloupe's king there in Iowa. <sighs> Wake up, sheeple. So we do have a $25 challenge on the table. And uh, a uh, note from Stephen New York saying 1250 challenge. So 3750 can turn into 75 bucks. We are at zero thus far. Let's run over to the stress line. See who's been waiting patiently. Hey, welcome to the program. Hey there, hi there. Oh, there, Hey Tracy, what's up?
4: Nothing, just calling to say hey And, you know, to talk about the fact that um, I'm not even going to talk about the, you know, the fact that there's a shooting at the, you know
2: Yeah, kind of You
4: can't even go and celebrate
2: Kind of led the program with that Yeah, no, pool. this is
4: Yeah, it's, I this, can only imagine
2: yeah, This is why we can't have nice things Wednesday
4: This is why we can't have nice things well, then here's another why we can't have nice things. So, Beyonce dropped, you know, a country-western album with two songs. Um And they won't play them on country-western stations because that's pop music. And yet, though, when white people sing, uh, you know, do R&B or pop or whatever, we play, you know, they get played everywhere. Or the crossover country-western songs. Because I I, I could have sworn that Akey Breaky Heart did this play on... And I know I'm going way back because I don't really know country music. But I, I guarantee you there has been country western songs played on pop stations. And white people singing R and B on black stations. So much so that I didn't even know that these people were white. Like my favorite. I had um What You Won't Do For Love. Did not know Brother Man was a white boy until the day he died. Had no clue. No clue.
2: Well, what about Rick Ashley? What about Rick Ashley no. and Never Gonna Give You Up?
4: Well, I knew he was a white boy. I knew I, I knew he was white. That, that, now I knew he was white. But,
2: uh. A lot of people
4: didn't. The man, that, that, well, that, no, I knew he was white. But there's, I mean, Robin Six, Josh D., uh, uh, who was a. Well, uh, the Righteous Brothers, Holland uh, Christina Aguilera. Now, Tina Marie, Tina Marie, though, she gets a pass because she's Tina Marie. So, I, I don't, I've never considered her an appropriator because Tina Marie, Tina Marie got invited to the cookout. Okay? She gets to go, she would, you know, God rest her, so she got, she would, she got invited to the cookout. But all these other people, uh, but yet they won't play Beyonce's uh music on Country West because we don't play pop music. Okay. No, you don't play I mean, yes, you got Mickey Guyton who I actually was to school with. It almost was not she almost moved in with me. <laughs> um Mickey Guyton and Darius Rucker Ray Charles, Charlie Pride, that uh, actually got you know. But, uh, and let's not forget about Little Not, how you know his song. Oh God, wrote they, they wouldn't play it on the you know because it's you know because not only black but gay or queer. And then Billy Ray Cyrus is like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and sing on. This. Is that country enough for you? I have to give Matt props to Billy Ray Cyrus for doing that. Yeah, he—I mean, On Town Road or something like that.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I ever heard it.
4: And that song was fucking awesome. The song was fucking awesome. And the video was hilarious. That—that young man, you know, single-handedly brought back made Wrangler jeans cool because he talks about wearing Wranglers on the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes, I mean, she already knew that, you know, that she already knew this, but it's just, you know, you just want to be wrong ones. It's like that they're playing it on terrestrial radio. But, you know, they would be true to fucking form.
2: Um, Brother Deacon Ace, Brother Ace, Brother Deacon Ace just pointed out. To be fair, when Nelly made the country-themed song over and over some 20 years ago, it got played on any number of country stations. Nelly, Nelly's a rapper.
4: One, okay. Come on. To be fair, understood. Okay, one person. Like I said, I've named. I don't because I don't know who. I don't really listen to Nelly's music, and I had no idea that he even did a country western song. Uh but this is fucking Beyoncé. They still mad about lemonade. Still mad. And you know and y'all though, come on. I am not like I'm not part of Beehive or the Bay I'm I'm not it's not like I can't I Beyonce don't need a dime from me. Right? I don't even own any of her music. It is, that is, you know, I am I am not a Rabbit fan. I had a chance to go see her at concert when she was here last some, September. The only thing I could think about was how I many other motherfuckers are going to be up in, in cell fire. I'm like, I'll pass. It was, this is, I mean, this is how, how suggested it was. It was literally taking people two hours to get out of the parking lot. Ugh. I'm good. I'm not talking about to get home, sis. I'm talking about getting out the fucking parking lot.
2: No, no, yeah. It sounds, I was about to say it sounds like a Game Day at Mountaineer Field.
4: Right, and I, 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 I'm like, again, like I said, I, 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 I love Beyonce and her work ethic. She a bad bitch. I will. I will give her all the props that sister sister gal deserves. But it's just, you know. I just, it is just exhausting. It is fucking exhausting that, you know, hell, not only have, you know, white artists play, been played on black stations, fuck, Eminem um, got a fucking, I don't, him and I think Justin Bieber, which Beaver Bieber, and, and they got fucking BET Awards. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm sorry if I'm sounding awful. Actually, I'm not. I mean, it's not like we have a lot of award shows, and, and we don't get the we don't get the props that we you know for on the Grammy. So, uh, so I mean, okay, yeah, like I said, you know, uh, great thing that uh, you know that Nelly got played on. Her- but here, look what little Nas X had to get through. He had to have, he had to, the white savior had to come in so the, the young queer black kid could get, a, you know, his music played on Country western Station.
2: Yeah, I wonder, I wonder which, I wonder, I wonder which was the bigger problem, the queer or the black?
4: That's the problem. We'll see it, 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 that's my money's on, my, money, we'll see my money's on the queer. The queer my money's part. on the queer too. On the,
2: because but, oh, you know, wait a minute. You know, could, you before, know, country music is the most masculine, mascu- uh, ma- masculine music for masculine men of masculinity in the
4: country today. He's stupid. He's stupid. Why do I talk to you? You love me. Why do Why, why do I talk to you? Yeah, I love you, but, but I, wait a minute though. Wait. Now, if memory serves, and you know I have the the the, the memory retention of the special needs snap. However, if memory serves, I think when the song first came out, I don't think he had. I don't think he he had announced that he was queer, but he was all the way black. I I. But <laughs> wait don't, a minute, lying, I don't remember.
2: But he was all the way black.
4: Hey, wait, wait! What did I what did I just say? So that, you know, I'd be right my
2: You said I don't know if he was out out as queer, but but he was all the way black.
4: <laughs> yeah, that part. And what, yeah, wait, like, wasn't there the, – was... Wait, was
2: it? Hold on, wasn't there? We've moved into the pop, the uh, the the pop culture portion of the program, y'all. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a great big butt hurt uh, conniption over a country song by a woman um, that made her sound all lesbian? Ooh.
4: I don't know, but I, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: You know, I I can't think. I can't think of which song it is. I remember it well, uh, but I just looked up gay country songs.
4: <laughs> oh no! Don't go, go down the gay country, hole, country song rabbit hole.
2: God, oh, I girl had, girl. I've never heard this. But as soon as the program's over, I'm a gonna. Uh, Willie Nelson from 2009, Willie, what? Cowboys are frequently, secretly fond of each other.
4: Oh, oh, my God. No, bitch, no. Not, not real, dog? What?
2: And then, t- then three years ago, there was Keep Riding Me.
0: Talk about going up,
2: up, up and down, and that's a glory hole. Mm. That's it. Oh, what was that? <laughs> because, uh, I mean, it, um, that's pop. I'm, I'm thinking of Katy Perry, and I kissed a girl, and I liked it. Um, no, no,
4: that's, no. No, but there's
2: a, there's a country one, and it's, oh, I, I hate this.
4: Okay, you guys, come on. You know, the, the, the horn cut, you know, ad hoc uh, research department. Can
2: I? Yeah, I'm sure they're on it. And by the way, going back to Lil Nas X, uh, Brother Deacon Asa reminds us the queer was a much bigger problem. So, too, he made a pair of unofficial Satan Nikes with human blood on them that drove the maggots right over the top.
4: Oh, yeah, he, he did that shit. And I, and I love them, and I love them all the more for it.
0: <laughs> yes.
4: Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. That part. Um, that let's part. see. Uh, uh, Ralph serving as the horn ad hoc queer country research department um, has another <laughs> list. Let's see. It's always been you by Katie Pruitt, Jamie Wyatt by your side. You're Still My Love by Melissa Carper. Holly Miranda, All I Want to Be is Your Girl. Oh, Jill Sobule, I Kissed a Girl. Katie Lang and Constant Craving. Well, it's none of those. Hmm. I
4: just... Crazy to be. What ever happened to Katie Lang?
2: Oh, she's still <laughs> out there. Oh, yeah, she's still around. Um.
4: Forgot about that song. Oh.
2: And I'm not finding it.
4: Somebody, somebody's gonna find it, and then they're, you know. So, speaking
2: of racist motherfuckers. Oh wait, you wait, you uh, get hold on, hold on, hold on. You got mail. Uh, wave just wave, just, yeah, wave. Oh, just, wave just wrote in and said, "I will allow no Tina Marie slander." Happy V Day, Tracy. Hope you're feeling Valentine, no, Roxanne. No, like
4: I said, there
2: will be no... I know. Like I, I
4: ha- said, there is no I, way. Yeah.
2: No. Nope. Uh, well, he, mm, he said, happy V-Day, Tracy. Hope you're feeling
4: Valentine. A- Pardon? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. Right. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hope
2: you're feeling Valentine, Roxanne. I don't know if it was 2005. I think it was 2005. Miami Heat Championship Parade. I contemplated deeply getting on a packed train and going and jumping down with a uh, 100,000 to a million of my closest basketball friends. I finally declined the ride, reasoning it was too fucking hot. It was. A, feels like 100 degrees. And I mused as the doors closed and the train pulled away. Someone might shoot up the place. Sigh. The right The right to bear, never mind the right to bear arms, the right to bear Paul or something. Paul Bears.
4: Paul Bears.
2: Thank you, Wave. Uh, you were saying, oh, and by the way, the guy I couldn't, remember, how did right. I forget? Louis Asparagus Gomert. Thank you, Ralphs. <laughs> he was the one who, compl- it, who complained about uh, poor people using wildfire benefits to load their, car, uh, load their grocery, grocery cart up with Alaskan king lobster legs.
4: Well, you know, they've been screaming about that shit since Reagan and the welfare queen. Oh yeah. You know this. This is, you know, it's just it's 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 it's, it's never ceasing. And then we both know that there's more white people on the government dole than black people.
2: Oh,
0: lots more. But they
4: don't get called welfare queens.
2: Oh, and Ron and Raleigh says, "Don't forget. How about country rapper Cowboy Roy? There he is. Yes,
4: huh? yes. And he was, ooh, girl, he was quite delicious. Oh, did you hear about Hootie getting taken? Did,
2: ta- did you hear about Hootie getting taken down?
4: As a Darius Rucker? Uh huh. As like who, What happened to what, what
2: happened to Hootie? Yeah, he he got he got busted there in Tennessee. Possession of drugs. Well, what? Possession of drugs. Care to guess? I mean, come on. It's Hootie. And the blowfish. He was
4: smoking. He was smoking. Yeah, yeah he, he had. Yeah, he, he, had he had
2: some weed. Because mm. it's tennis stand.
4: Right. Wait a minute. were well, you just remind me of Cowboy Troy. Okay, I'm gonna say it because you know I have no filter. Because cause he was a man. He was thick in all the right places. And I'm like he he was he he was one of those guys that when I still liked Dick, I would have done him. Yeah, I said it. And
2: we made it an hour and thirty four minutes into the program. <laughs> This one's, that one's on you, Tracy.
4: I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I have to say it. Yeah, you're you're probably one of those people. That, you're
2: probably one of those people that wears black on Valentine's Day, aren't you?
4: Actually, I do have one black.
2: Do I? Know, do I know my girl?
4: Do I know? <laughs> but it has nothing to do with Valentine's Day, really. It's just the fact that I haven't been done long. I didn't have, I haven't really done laundry. And you know what, though? I was really actually, because I got to send you a picture of these, of uh, these shoes. They're, uh, i the picture, but they're, they're, uh, Betsy Johnson sneakers with glitter and little red hearts on them.
2: Oh, how adorable.
4: I, I can be girly shoes sometimes, bitch. Don't, you know, what? you know what? <laughs> I really can
2: I never suggested you couldn't.
4: Well, I don't usually like to. It's not that I can't; I just don't feel like it. It's too much fucking work.
2: Yeah, you're. um, uh, you're,
4: Like I said, you're more. You're more of a woman than I'll ever be. That's that's all I gotta say. But no,
2: you do you do girly. I've seen the pictures.
4: Right, but like I said, but you do girly on the regular. <laughs> I damn near do girly at gunpoint.
2: Oh, I confess, I'm 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 in crisis right now. I'm out of my foundation. And it ain't in the store. Oh. And I, it. And I gotta mm. <sighs> But that's okay. That's
4: okay. See this is where see this the shit that you go through. I girl, ain't nobody got time for that, at least at all. Your girl at this. It is just, I, I, you know, I mean, I I wish I was one of those, you know, girly girls. And maybe, I think, maybe had there been, well, two things. Had there been more choices for makeup back when I was, you know, when, in those formative years, when girls learned how to do makeup? I didn't get my mom, no, nope, you know what, no one in my family really wore makeup. We didn't have, well, because like I said, they didn't have the colors to Either you looked ashy or greasy. You know, because they didn't really make shades that was you know, complementary to my skin tone. Or, you know, if you were light-skinned in it, you could almost get away with certain things, but dark-skinned women, hey, no. And now they actually have, you know, like, you know, like Alicia Keys all the way to you know, in Niago black. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Took a, took a while. I mean, took, literally took decades. 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 And yet, you know, and then on top of that, you know, even though it took so long, plus you got to worry about tr- trying to find it. Once you, you, you know, or like you say, running out. Because you know, again, the expensive, makeup is not cheap at all.
2: Oh no, no, and 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 then it's, it's kind of like shoes. But, it's one of those you get what you pay for kind of things because uh, mm-hmm. drugs, drugstore cosmetics are not nice oh, to no. your skin. Nope. And so I find, not. and and you know, I'm, remember me? I'm so pale, I burn under the refrigerator bulb. Um, I know. And so I have to, I have to find. I joked yesterday about go, about campaigning in a toga candida, which was a toga that was chalked just super white. Maybe I should just start using chalk
4: <laughs> for my face. I think I, I think I said that. You know, what is it? Clown makeup.
2: Clown White, yes it is, thanks. <laughs> oh, by the way, Arnold, the uh, Arnold, I Arnold, I, I'm not, I, Arnold just sent you a message saying, uh, wow, Tracy, wow. She said one of those things I text you that you won't read on the air.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all, I, 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 I'm awful. I'm just, I'm I'm in a really good mood today aside from the fact that there was yet another shooting and <laughs> there was a, a Zoom bombing at a, um, did you hear about that one?
0: No. I sent
4: you the link. The so, so there was a um, uh, I guess city, we're doing a beat, city council meeting. <laughs> it's not like they're the most progressive motherfuckers on the face of the earth. No. This motherfucker, this guy was so bad they had to cut him off. They had this in the meeting. He basically said that um, we should never elect brown people. Um, this country is for white Europeans, and so no Jew. He, he, he didn't even want the Jews. So I sent you the audio. You, I don't know. You might not be able to open it because you know it's one of those behind the paywall kind of thing. But if you look, all you got to do is look for it, and you'll be able to find the audio. It is disgusting.
2: I have no doubt. I've got a, I've got a story here about, uh, oh, where was it? Um, oh, there it is. A uh, girls' basketball team in New York uh, was forfeited. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it was a charity game. And it was Scarsdale and East Ramapo schools. It took place. It's, it was played at Scarsdale, which is rich, 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 wrist, rich, rich. And the, the the coach of the East Ramapo girls team stopped the contest. because the folks from the Westchester-Scarsdale side were screaming that word.
4: Well, Robert, remember, according to our, our girl, Ramadamalindo, uh... There's no more racism. There was racism in this country, sis. Remember, but it's not. It's gone
2: now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all gone. Gone. Bye. Bye.
4: Or From
2: the uh, black guy. Yeah. Or, or you know, there, you were talking about you know the guy didn't even want the Jews. Well, you have to remember now, Leon Scum, has been engaged in, de-whitening Jewish people. Oh. Because he that, that what got him in trouble in the first place was that post that he said, truth, or you speak the truth to, was a statement that the Jews are trying to get white people to hate themselves for being white. Which, de facto, means... D- d- don't. I mean, that's not the point.
0: <sighs>
2: but, uh, yeah... They now don't, in, and of course, you know, Nazis, but this is moving into more mainstream white-wing spaces, you know, the un-whiteness of Jewish people. When there are Jewish people out there who are paler than me.
4: Okay. I mean, my wife, she's pretty white, but not like you're white. She's pretty fucking white. You've seen pictures. oh yeah she, she 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 is not pale i mean she is not i mean she does kind of tan but not like you know tan 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 that part it's just i i am i'm sitting here i just and I told you, oh. I told you about what happened to me on Sunday when I was canvassing. Um, Yes. uh, Because I haven't called into the show. So on Sunday, y'all, because y'all, you know, I'm canvassing for my my LA City Council person who is the incumbent. But um, we have this whole trend. And I know I don't. And I know. Well, you know what it is. Um, people say that they're Democrats, but they're really Republicans, like your governor and, you know, and Joe Manchin. Well, anyway, so she beat the incumbent in this C D four like, like a, just really badly. I, I can't, I don't want to do an analogy, but anyway, so, because any analogy that I do is going to be terrible. So, anyway, so anyhow. And during you know you guys remember back in October 2022, the tapes that came out about the LA city council members saying really ridiculous and racist and horrible things. And one of the things they were talking about was redistricting, because they were afraid of Nithya, because when she won in 2020, this was like in the height of COVID, and she, like I said, she she bitch slapped the incumbent because they, they were useless, and the majority. Because she ran on, you know, common sense um treatment and humane yang, yang treatment of unhoused folks and strong renter protection, right? And so they redistricted her and at, took away 40% of her constituents and added more homeowners. Cause, you know, and and I'm one of her new constituents because I was in CD5 and now I'm in CD4. And so this guy that's running against her, his name is Ethan Weaver. And he, you know, if you look him up, he's, he talks about he's being supported by first responders, but yet in his commercials, but yet he doesn't talk about some of those first responders or LAPD and the sheriff's department. And he's getting all this money from dark, you know, dark money packs and stuff like that. So. They are definitely outspending us like 10 to 1. I mean, year got some strong, you know, some, some serious money support from Richard. Cause like right now, I'm delivering signs up in Los Police. And this is like where Madonna lives, that Katy Perry lives, or lives, uh, um, Angelina Jolie. We're talking long money. Okay. So I'm dropping off yard signs, long signs for her. But it just, it just pisses me off because he has no, no, no record on helping on house. He has absolutely no legislative record or experience. He, they, they just put him in there to keep LA's, the L.A. City Council from becoming a more progressive city council because we can't have that. We can't have money, you know, being moved from LAPD to, I don't know, housing people or or better yet, keeping or yet keeping keeping people in their homes by making sure that the the corporate landlords can't keep, kick people out just because. So we can't have that, Kelly Robert? You know, under that heading this is why we can't have that nice thing. So right, you know. So here's the deal. You know, March fifth is the primary here, and it's also election day for LA City Council. If hopefully she wins and, and hopefully she Karen Bassett, him like, like, look, hopefully she does to him like Karen Bassett is a Caruso, who spent a hundred million dollars on a mayoral race, uh-huh. a local race, not even, not even statewide. This LA, the city of LA. I'm just curious.
2: I'm just curious. Is Rick Caruso rich enough he won't miss the hundred million dollars? Yes. Oh wait! Oh wait! Wait! wait, No, it was somebody else's hundred million dollars. Oh, there's the trick.
4: Right. That part. But a hundred. Yeah. This is. This is how. This is how scared they are, of, you know, of progressives. They are, you know, and and, and, and let's face it, I love Karen, I love Karen Bass, but she ain't all that progressive. I mean, she's more progressive than 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 most, but she's not all that progressive. She's been in the game too long. You know what I mean? Right. So it's you know, I was happy to see that she came out. Uh, on, on Saturday, we had a big Nipia Ramen Rally. On Saturday, through Canvas in Sherman Oaks. And Nipia was there, and all these different, um, or union organizations were there, as well as Karen Bath. It was amazing. And we had like over a hundred volunteers out canvassing in Sherman Oaks on Saturday to get the word out about Nifia. So she's a fucking amazing, And so, so, okay, so everything, everything is really exciting and wonderful and beautiful on Saturday. And so on Sunday, we did our regular camp, you know, this is regular pay canvassers. We, we did have a couple of, um, we did have a couple of volunteer canvassers. So I was out, so they gave me my own turf, which is which is usual, you know, they give us uh, a, a section to um canvas. And then, you know, and then if we get to the point when other people are done with their area, they come, you know, will anybody help? But two guys came and helped me because there was this one huge, huge apartment building. So, you know, and and by the way, I use a walker because it's just easier for me to get around and I can cover more ground. Because the beautiful thing about the walker is, when I get tired, I can sit my ass down because walk the walker has a seat. So anyway, so we wait. We finish, We do all the other buildings. Because this building had maybe, I don't know, 20 or 30 apartments. Um, It was a three-story building and blah, blah, blah. So somebody let us in because this is a security building. I did the first. I was doing the first floor. Um And the other guys I was working with, one did the second floor, and one did the third floor. So I knocked on one door. They didn't answer, and so I was getting ready. I was leaving a door, a uh, uh, door um, hanger, with you know, this is blah blah blah. And so I'm walking away. I'm walking away. Just don't walk away from my door. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I was making notes because we have to make for each. That we stop at, and I said because I have Mark from not home, but I'm like I'm, I'm changing this to refuse because I just got yelled at. Blah 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 blah. And so as as I'm making those notes, I'm sitting on my walker doing it because I was just going to go to the other end of the building. Um, one of my one of my co my co- my cohort members, a compatriot, just sent me an we to get brutally kicked out of the building, and I'm like, okay. And so uh, Elias had already gone out the back way. And so it's just me and Johnny. And so the guy comes over to the stairs and starts yelling at Johnny and me. And I'm like, sir, I am moving. I said, but he's, you know, I'm disabled. And he's helping me with my walker. You know what this dick said? I said, because I can't oh, move no. that fast. And he has to help because of was." The- he uh, he started trying to grill me about my it's like disability, blah blah blah. What do you want special treatment? And he called it ready. Are you ready, sis? Political propaganda.
2: Yeah, Walker, of course.
4: Right, and I'm like, wow. So he told it because the rules are, if somebody in the building, regardless of who they are. If they ask you to leave, just leave. And we were leaving. We walked out the building, right? Johnny helped, you know, because like I said, there was stairs to get into the building. So he carried my walker down to the sidewalk. And so we're regrouping to figure out next steps, right? And so this motherfucker follows us and he comes outside of the building. And starts screaming at us to get out the side. I said, sir, I said, you've already kicked We, we, we have left the building. Just like Elvis, we have left the building. He's like, well, you're still on the property. I'm like, sir, we are on a public sidewalk. And I, and we can stand any fucking where we want to. And so he calls, So he calls the cops. And says that the, we're being belligerent, because it was, you know, the belligerent part was directed toward me, right? And that we were intimidating pedestrians since there was nobody on the street. I said, so by the way, do you realize what you're doing? You're filing a false police report, right? That's illegal. Oh, and by the way, voter intimidation because we're not selling any. Uh, He's like, there's no soliciting in this building. I said, which is good because we're not soliciting because we're not. I told, I told, uh, I said, yo, Johnny, look up the definition of soliciting. Oh, well, that's okay. I'll tell you. We're not selling anything. That is soliciting. We're just giving information about the upcoming um, election, and what you're doing is sending them out. Is there's no different from voter suppression because you do not own this building. You're just a tenant, and I'm pretty sure there's other pe- there's people in your building that might want to know about this election. Girl, oh, of course he had on the NRA T-shirt. Oh, oh, And did he? Because I heard the. Because uh, of course he kept you buried the, the lead when he was calling. I know, I know, I know. Way to bury the lead. And then, oh, but wait, but wait. So I heard this, the police dispatch ask him, do they have weapons? And um, I he's like, I hope not. I'm like, wow, so you're trying to get the police to come here in hopes that the black girl gets shot? I said, oh, yeah, we're really intimidating, buddy. I mean, it's like, uh, I'm, you know, so... Elias is this skinny little skinny white little kid, with uh, he's a ginger, and then um, uh, uh, Johnny is this really light skinny Mexican kid, right? And I'm like, yeah, we're really intimidating. Oh my god, you should be so fair. <laughs> well, how did it how did it, how did it all shake out? they all shaked out. We just, we just, you know, we left because it's like, you know.
2: I mean, did the cops show? So much
4: bullshit that I. No, they did not. Because we were going to. I wanted. To, I said, let's just wait for the cops. Let's do this shit. If we're going to do it, we're going to do a shit. We're going to do it right. Let's wait for the cops. And you know, but I might. But see, the cops. I'm pretty sure. The LAPD knew that it was, you know, they're 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 doing this 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 and this, and I'm and I'm like, homie, why are you lying? Why come for you lying? Because you were lying, about, you are lying. You a lie a lie a path on fire. It was just like I said, lying and the lying. Happened, girl. You're lying, and I just. Because the thing is, how we stayed for the—I mean, I I said we—I had the cloak of, you know, I was, I was protected by the by the the proximity and white adjacentness of the situation, you know. So I knew nothing was going to happen to me. But what if I had been alone? Which I had, which I was until. I told him to come and join me so we can so we can knock out this turf. But this is, but when he said my Walker was political propaganda, I'm like, wow. What did we? What did you call them? Brain worms? When I told you about this, what is yeah, it? Brain worms, what is, what is mind, it? mind it?
2: weasels, brain worms and mm-hmm. mind weasels
4: the shit is real these yes. people are fucking nuts they are absolutely
2: and un- and, and you know I, we I, I try I try
4: to
2: you know I try to cover some of the weirder or more sickening manifestations of it but honestly that that could be you know just maggots behaving maggoty could be its own show no foreign policy no right. international relations no no legislation no court cases just nothing but maggots being horrid right you i don't think you were listening yesterday but i had the uh the 68 year old white lady member of the kentucky house of representatives who went uh-huh. to a who oh god who went to a regional <laughs> who went to a regional NAACP meeting and explained to them that her daddy was a slave.
4: Uh, Wait, that her father was a slave? Mm Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Wait. Okay, wait. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time because my head is just kind of exploded a little. Did you just say a white woman who was obviously born maybe the last century? Her father was a slave?
2: Yes, and her daddy was born in
4: 1933 in Kentucky. Okay. Riddle me this, that that girl. Her dad. How the fuck was.
2: They were dirt farmers. They were tenant farmers. They were sharecroppers. And so that that, that entitled her to appropriate chattel slavery for herself. I don't know. Maybe she wants reparations now.
4: Oh, sweet. Well, she's trying to get her claim in, sis. Oh, sweet black baby Jesus.
2: Everybody got to get paid.
4: This it's, I can't. I can't. I can't with these people. These. these. I know. So because she was a share. Her her father was a sharecropper. Because you know I don't do logic puzzles that well. I'm not, you know, again, right. I'm not I mean,
2: like it, it, look, it, it was, it was, it was straight out of Steve Martin's jerk.
4: I huh. was born a poor white, a poor black child.
2: I was born a poor black child. Ooh, that,
4: that, that so that still so offends me now. It actually it offended me back then too, and I didn't even understand why it offended me, but it did. And I was a kid, so it it, it cause I'm like, why is this really? Why is this the whitest man I've ever seen in my the entirety of my life say that he was one of the poor black guys? And I know y'all, some people find it funny, and I actually I've never really found Steve Martin funny until he did his ever, older, his later stuff. Like I I love him and Martin Short and Only Murders in the Building. I just think that's hilarious. The show is a wonderful thing. But you know, it's like it's like people like Wes Anderson Why do people keep this humor. I I don't get it I I don't I don't get it, you know, but again, I don't need to get it. I don't care to get it, but I just I I I want tr- uh, these people at least I will. You will never fault me for saying, well, she didn't try. and She's just saying, you know, she's just saying, Tracy, you need to do stuff and, like, you know, broaden your horizons and yada, 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 yada. I don't have to broaden anything. I'm old enough and black enough not to care anymore. And I don't have to do anything that, because, like, I try to watch Wes Anderson movies, and I try to watch certain, you know, all these, you know, all these people that say that these people, and I'm like, mm, yeah, because it doesn't. I mean, and they could be great, but see, but they don't speak to me, right? They don't tell these people. These people aren't telling my story, nor do they need. Do they even care to tell my story? You know? Yeah. They don't give. A, I mean, not to say that they don't give a damn, but it's not. But the, they. It's not. You know, telling black stories in a uh, in uh a culturally appropriate and sensitive way then don't pay the bill and I I am, I am and I understand it it's not like and I'm not it's, I'm not it's not that I'm good with it but I understand it and I understand where it's coming from you know but don't get I love it when people get mad at me for not like watching you know there are still people pissed off at me that I, I didn't like Seinfeld Again, it's, and yes, there was a couple of episodes that I found funny. Okay, I'll give you guys that. But it wasn't like, oh my God, it wasn't, it wasn't what I called, what was it, uh, back in the day, when we, what did we call it, Appointment Television? When, you know, we didn't really have BC VC, yeah, yeah, players. Must, and yeah, and, like and
2: later on, Must Say TV. That. Yeah,
4: Must Say TV. I, I, it, it was like that, it wasn't my jam. And again, I mean, like I said, and that, am look, y'all have plenty. It's like, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't care. And I'm not trying to be a bitch or anything like that. But like, you know, they won't play country, they won't play Beyonce on country western radio stations. So watch do i have to watch shit about white people all the time i mean the the entirety of my life is everything that i in the majority of the of the of the stuff that i have watched in the in the century plus eight you know years that i have been on this fucking earth everything has been about white people so much so that i wanted to be white
2: and then and and then came roots
4: and the scene and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because at that point, the only thing that I knew about Africa was the Sally Struthers commercials, and you know, um, the pot, you know, the, the black kids with the suspended belly, and um, you know, fly, you know, the flies all over them and shit. That's all I knew about Africa.
2: That is all I knew. And flies and shit.
4: So. That is all I you, knew. You, uh, you got
2: a note from Darlene. Darlene in Connecticut. Wow. <laughs> Wow! If that gun-humping Trump maggot thought Tracy's Walker Rollator was a, was political propaganda, then I wonder what he'd think my power chair is—political insurrection? Yes, exactly. Political propaganda,
4: girl. When you know. We are in the end, we are in end times. I know you don't believe in that shit, and <laughs> god damn it. These, these people, they, they, they are, they, these people are so far gone, sis, that it's actually, it's, it's frightening. It really, really is. And I I, I just—I don't live in fear, but I am—I am—I am am always aware of my surroundings, and I don't take for—I you know, especially when I go like up, like when you're up in places like Los Feliz, where there's a whole lot of money, and so where I might run into people like this. And I, I, just like I was telling, because um, we have every every Tuesday uh, we have a staff meeting uh, Tuesday morning, and we go over how the week the prior week was, and blah blah blah, and and of course we led with I led with what happened on Sunday, and I said you know like again I've been I will be fifty eight years old this year, and I've experienced racism from the day I was born, my mother—I was a breech birth, right? right. And they didn't both one. Give my mother—they did not give my mother anesthesia. They did not give her, you know, do anything to make her birth the birth easier when I was born, because you know she's a black mother. She a hoe anyway, so you know she gets what she deserves. She deserves all this pain. and i was well, and she's, in half when i was and resort. she's
2: and she's black and those people can withstand greater pain.
4: And pay, yeah we, we we you know we have a high tolerance for pain so why 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 waste some of those? and if we give her narcotics you know she's going to get hooked on mm mm-hmm. mhm mm mhm god mm-hmm.
2: that's just uh
4: that that I, I mean is you know, we, you and I laugh and joke about shit like this, but you
2: know we're really actually crying on the inside. Right. I mean, you, 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 you laugh it's, to keep from crying. Speaking, speak, speaking of, the, of which, George Anthony DeVolder uh, Shaka Zulu Santos tried to take a little victory lap today after the Republicans lost his seat. Somebody picked up the phone. <laughs> somebody somebody picked up the phone and said, New phone, who this
4: I love that. This is this, oh, and an old girl who was running against him talking about immigrants and all this, and I'm like and she black. I didn't I didn't know that she was a dark skinned sister until I was talking to Bernadette because you know Bernadette is the one that keeps me you know, between you and Bernadette, y'all are the one that keeps me informed or shit. I did not know that she was black or what have you. And then um what did Trump call her? This since because she lost this that foolish woman. But you know that's not what he called her behind closed doors. Oh, no. That part. Girl, you know, I, I, you know, ain't nobody got time for this shit. It's just, uh, I just wish that we can go. Oh, and then, of course, you know, the impeachment of the, you know, Secretary of Homeland Security and. Which is all political theater. Because yeah, because last time I checked, and because of your show and people, isn't the part about impeachment something about high crimes and misdemeanors?
2: Yeah, not or, and. you got to have them both. And right. there ain't any. And there ain't any. But the best part of and it so, was that it was a non binding <laughs> impeachment.
4: What the fuck is that?
2: I have no idea it's like a non-binding indictment these people are really bad at bad at at, at, at governing at governmenting but I, I have some fun news uh okay I like fun news yeah the uh, the soup is getting thicker for Matt it just gets worse
4: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> okay so you you are
2: uh, the House Ethics Committee apparently now has text messages detailing the three-day trip that Matt at just Gatesworth worse took with uh, the sex worker that his buddy and wingman paid A guy named Joel Is the Greenberg sex worker uh, Let's see. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but it's getting. I mean, it's getting warm for him. Uh, according to ABC, according to, according to ABC News, in the alleged text messages, the then freshman congressman appeared to message a woman who ABC News is not identifying, asking if she would fly on a private plane to the Florida Keys for a trip with Gates, three other women, and one other man. Hey. Any interest in flying on a private plane to the Keys May 19th to 21st? Uh, She was over 21 at the time. And he said, it'll be two guys, four girls, a very high-quality, adventurous group. And she wrote back and said, yeah, I'm in. And he said, fantastic, as is true with all the time you spend with me. It'll be fun and chill. You have a passport. Why do you need a passport to go to Key West? Go Go
4: to Key West.
2: Is is, Epst, is is Epstein's Lolita Island uh, under new management?
4: You know what? Here's the, okay. Before I forget, thank you for saying Lolita because wasn't his plane called the Lolita Express? Yes. And so people of a certain age, like mothers, all the motherfuckers that were on that plane, knows what Lolita was about. Even if they never saw the movie. Yeah, maybe. That part. So, why would you get on the plane named Lolita Express? Okay, never mind. Yeah. That logic shit be kicking in, you
1: know?
2: Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, By the way, uh, Darlene said, I want to thank Tracy for her forthright positivity in talking her forthright positivity this is the first day with the rented lips i'm sorry tracy for i want to thank tracy for her forthright positivity in talking about the benefits of using her walker rock on tracy you're my inspiration so refreshing tracy's helping me better embrace my need for the power chair it's wonderful to know i'm in excellent company with fellow differently abled bodied warriors as we know most people wouldn't last 24 hours navigating this world with our respective disabilities so true. Thank you. Yeah,
4: you know, and and, and at that, to that point, Darlene, because like I said, the only reason why I got the walker is because so I can turn, so I can have it. because I'm I've, I've gained a shit ton of weight, and I wanted to do this, and I can't walk as far as I used to be able to walk, but you know what? I have also now noticed just how fucked up the sidewalks and how how un undis- uh, how Non-ADA compliance, most of the streets here in L.A. are. Sidewalks, rather. There are parts of L.A. or like where I was canvassing. There's no sidewalk. No. It's just the lawn goes all the way to the street. And so how do you navigate that shit? And there's like, you know, broken curves and stuff like that. And not even the, the, the disabled, you know, the, 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 the justice, um curve so you could cross the street. And fortunately for me, I and my walk I got Darlene a picture of my walker. It's pretty fucking cool. That if it, it folds up so small that I can take it everywhere that I go and it weighs nothing. And so, let's see, I'm able to lift the walker up over these impediment you know, of these impediments or whatever. But I'm not I'm the exception. I can lift up my walker and not fall flat on my face. But what happens, what about those people, the people who can't? What about the person that's not right. in a and, power and, and you know what, that has to- sidewalks,
2: I mean, this this just sounds nutty to say, but it's true, and you figured it out. I know Darlene knows. Sidewalks, or the, or the absence of them, are a tool of oppression. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm a little misobvious here, but they are. Because because if you can't get on them or off of them and you're disabled, you are oppressed. You got a note from Dave in the Blind. So my wheelchair is political? Hi, hi, Tracy. If your walker is political, my wheelchair must be voting in this election. As for the cranky old bastard who called the cops on you, perhaps he needs a seeing eye dog. It's none of his goddamn business why you're using a Walker, I hate these able-bodied ass licks who think they're superior to those of us with a disability. Keep fighting the good fight, sister. Your buddy Dave and the blind.
4: Thank you, baby. But it's you know it's the things that I've noticed since I've been using the walker. Because like buildings that we canvass, the um, apartment building, there's stairs in the front of the building, but there's so if I was going to visit somebody in these buildings. How, they would have to actually physically come down to the, to the, to downstairs and bring me my walker or what have you. I, it's just the, the stuff that I have now noticed in the last four, three or four weeks that I've been using the walker and it's like, what? Huh. There are so many things as a, you know, a basically an able-bodied person that I don't even pay it the privilege of being able bodied. And now that I'm using a walker, I'm like, well, motherfucker. And remember, it wasn't that long ago that your girl was doing, you know, ran a, uh, was doing, you know, five,
2: you know,
4: uh, Tri- five Ks yeah. every week. Yeah. And I did a
2: triathlon. And along so I, comes the pandemic.
4: And along comes the fucking pandemic.
2: You were swimming, you were biking, you and were a, running. Oh, yeah.
4: All that shit. All that shit. But see, here's the beautiful thing. You know, another reason why I'm happy about the walker, because it has really big wheels on it, so I can go over, like, grass and stuff like that. But it gets me mobile again. And it gets me walking. And I can move, and I can go further than I'm, I have been able to go. And when I, and like I said, and when I get tired, I can sit down. And that's another thing that I've noticed. I've been using the walker and stuff like that. When if you go places, this city is not made for walking, and it's not made for people just to sit down and just and just be, even in parks, because you know we can't have too many benches around here because you know the unhoused you know sleep on them. So, one of the guys that I was canvassing where he was talking about, I forget where he went, uh, somewhere in Spain or somewhere. And he's from LA. I don't even know he's from LA, but he's, you know, he's, a, you know, an American kid. And he's like, you don't realize what you don't have until you go to another country that has stuff. And he's like, you just, you know, these, these pedestrian friendly cities where there's, you know, just benches and stuff. And they're not in parks. They're just along the, the walk, along the sidewalk. Uh, people could just sit down and and enjoy the scenery around them and have a conversation or go, you know, or have a picnic lunch and stuff like that. And again, you don't think about these things until you can't do them.
2: No. Or
4: when you want a place to sit down.
2: And what I, you know, what I learned I mean, I'm fully back up to speed now for my age. But what I learned over uh, over the first three months after surgery was eye-opening. When you know, it, it, when mm-hmm. I couldn't even bend over to put my shoes on, when I couldn't be- when I couldn't bend over at all. When something as complicated as taking a step up. Onto a sidewalk from the parking lot was a challenge. Yes,
4: yes.
2: My eyes were opened.
4: Yeah, you know, we as as, you know, we are truly we are blessed. We are we are so blessed that. you know, unlike you know, I'm not in a wheelchair. I can still get around without having the wheelchair. I can still get around without using my walker, but it helps me move and it helps me. You know, um, it, 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 it's gonna help me get off my ass and and start moving again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I I thank God for that walker because I you know on average when I'm canvassing. I could probably cover about two miles, maybe three miles a day walking.
2: Oh, and by the way, uh, Stephen the no- New York, clear, uh, definitely a lawyer that he is, identified the problem. He said, uh, uh, clearly, Tracy was canvassing
4: while black. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I was fucking canvassing while black. How fucking dare I?
2: Yeah, the nerve.
4: Okay, you guys. So this house are, that I'm about to put a, a, a lawn sign in on, uh, uh, are you ready? It's, it's, uh, I'm not going to give the address, but it's on Los Feliz Boulevard, which is not far from the Great Theater. Okay?
0: hmm
4: And it's in Los Feliz. Four bedrooms, three baths, 2,443 square feet, $2,282,475.
2: No, we don't have a housing crisis in this country.
4: And apparently, whoever bought it bought it in May 2021 for 1.8 million. So yeah, they made their money back. Not made their money back, but they got a profit. And I you, And I know for I know for a fact that if they decided to sell this house, they would get more than um, than. I mean, because they're not selling it. This is just the estimate of how much it they yeah the assessed value. For. But they could. The assessed value. So we, we all know, even though us, you know, you and I who are mathematically challenged, um, we can do the math on this shit. If they decide to sell this house. Cause, I mean, I love Los Feliz, but it is so congested and the parking is horrible and woo woo But motherfuckers, if that house went on, if, if that house went up for sale today, it'd be sold by the weekend. No, no doubt about it. Jeez. Because this is, this is prime fucking real estate, This, This is, you know, this is this. So, anyway, I'm going to let you go because I'm going to, I got to go deliver this sign. And there is a slight incline. And I don't want to, I don't want you guys to hear me pass the fuck out.
2: Don't, uh, do me a favor and don't pass the fuck out, please.
4: I'm just, Kidding, it's not I, that bad. It's I know, I know, bad. but I, re- I well, don't uh, want you guys uh, to yeah, be uh, annoyed,
2: uh, Tracy. I remember, I remember the night you called remember? and you'd been run over by your own car,
4: right? Right, and I was so calm about it. I think that's what scared y'all the most. You're like, wait, you no, know, and it, and I think you just, I think you guys thought I was joking at first because I was so calm, Mm-hmm. and you know, it, it was just, it was the adrenaline. Yeah. And you know, once the adrenaline wore off and the pain set in, and I'm like, even because I was joking, I said, "Good thing I'm not a skinny white girl, because I'd be dead." But because of my girth,
2: <laughs> yeah. I
4: was a speed up <laughs> So, it's, shut
2: up! You, you got a, you got another note from Darlene <laughs> before you go. Um, okay. Darlene said exactly, Tracy. In this country, it's still acceptable to discriminate against people with disabilities. The airline industry successfully lobbied to get out of ADA compliance. As such, I still can't fly in the comfort and safety of my power chair, and it would cost very little for the airline industry to make creative adjustments to airline seats that would not compromise space. I will not fly until that discriminatory practice is corrected. The oppression is legion. Well, now, well you've heard
4: now... Yes. well. I don't know if it's going to go into effect about, you know, like, like, like uh, people like Dr. Barber, who has to buy two seats because the airline seats are made for, you know, um, non-human folks. And so they're supposedly changing the law that if you have to buy two seats, if you, if you cannot use one seat, then they cannot charge you for two tickets.
2: Uh, that would be just...
4: Yeah. yes it's not my fault that you are literally trying to pack us in into the seats like motherfucking fucking fucking beans. yeah i said it
2: hey lay off the sardines brother deacon asa <laughs> brother deacon asa was tickled his beloved got him some some yummy things for valentine's day and one of them was a tin of uh, a tin of so a, a, a wonderful tin of like artisanal sardines
4: did you tell Brother Deacon they said that I'm going to to uh co oh, no, nope. Puerto Vallarta? Uh no oh, I, I did not. I now did. you
2: just did though. And yeah, yeah and so, Bro- brother Deacon long story, I, I Long story short. I, yeah. Go ahead, baby.
4: No, go I was ahead, just, go ahead, I'm sorry. no, you No, I was just saying and, and you guys like well, I thought she was broke. Well, what had happened was I bought a plane ticket last year for my son and I to go to New Orleans for his birthday and Mother's Day for me because his birthday is May 1st. And then Jan lost the job, and I kind of just fell apart, so I canceled the trip. So I thought I still had time with the tickets and least until May. But then I, when this so happens a couple of days ago, I went online to see about when the tickets expired. It was an $819 credit. And I had to, I had to travel on or before, not book travel, but travel on or before March 21st. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? And so then, and plus Jan and I have this vacation club that we got roped into. So, you know, suckers, I know. So anyway, we get like eight free nights to go to this all-inclusive resort. So we're going for three nights. We leave on uh, March the 16th and come back on the 19th to Port of Vi- and we're going to be in Port of... Well, 45 minutes outside of Port of Florida. I don't care. It won't, I mean, it'll cost us nothing other than, you know, tips and, 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 and gratuities. Well, actually, gratuities are included, but I'm not one of these people that don't tip. Because even though it says it's included, I don't trust that they're really going to give people the, the, the tip money or what have you, because that's how people, corporations are so Jen and I tip, and so if we just lay on our asses for, uh, let me, I'm going to send you a picture of the, of, of the resort. It is it's called let's see, it is called Secrets Bahia Mita, Punta Mita, Mexico, all inclusive resort, and um, it's part of Hyatt as well. And I, I am because you, you know I haven't been on a vacation. just Janet you know Janet and I would go somewhere at least once a year. We haven't been on a vacation since um, we went to Panama. And' that's, that's the last vacation we went on. And so this is this is a long time coming. but your girl your girl's tired. So we went to Panama August twenty twenty two. So yeah. And like I said, we typically would go on a big vacation around Christmas and just trips to Vegas, blue blue, 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 blue. And bitch ain't got bitch ain't got no money. So with that said, but anywho, I love you guys. And please, please, please. I don't know what's the fundraising goal for today?
2: Um nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. And we've got got $37.50 worth of challenges on the table, courtesy of Ralphs and Steve. And uh, we're a goose egg so far for this prayer meeting Wednesday.
4: Well, I I need y'all to to hook a sister up because, again, you get crazy people like me who call and, and, and entertain and hopefully inform you and all this. And if this was a terrestrial show or anything like that, we we wouldn't it is called conversational radio for a reason and we need these conversations and we need for other people to hear these conversations and hopefully get more people to listen to Robin so they'll say well we need to keep her on the air, even if I only have to give her $5, I'm going to give her $5, but she takes one for the team because it's not like she does, she does her research she puts in a lot of work to do these shows five days a week, every single you know, 52 weeks out of the year. Let's make sure that she can stay on the air because, as quiet as it's kept, I don't know if I can handle it if Robin was off the air. I'm
2: going I don't to know. try not to. And date. I don't want to
4: find out. I don't. I do not want to find out what my life would be like without being able to listen to this show, or be able. to how many shows can, okay, I'm not going to say the D word again, but how many shows can we, are around that I could talk about Little Nas X and say he may not have been queer, but he's been all the way black? You know, or That's... I talk, you know, the thing, or, or, or have people understand, you know, talk to people who are ignored and displaced and oppressed because of their disability. Because, and I can see, you know, I'm seeing it through their eyes. We are so fortunate that we have a place where we belong, where we have a tribe. We have a group of people who love and care about us. Who care. It, Like on those times when I would disappear for months and y'all hadn't, not you know, I, I hadn't even, even called Robin, not even, let alone the show. And I know you guys were worried. And then you would call, Robin would call me like, bitch, where you at? Literally, he would say, bitch, where you at?
0: They, mm-hmm. You wouldn't get
4: that on Al. You wouldn't get that on Stephanie Miller. None of these people. And yet people give them money that they don't need. Right? So all, I, all I'm all i saying is, go well, one day without going to Starbucks. One day. One day without going to Starbucks. And just don't know, y'all don't know how much, how far that much she can stretch that money. Because she was, you know, she like me. Don't give me some be- give me some beans and rice and some cornmeal. I can make up some, and, and, and don't give me a piece of smoked meat. I can eat for three or four days and make some hot water cornbread. Don't give me, don't, mm-mm. But she shouldn't have to struggle. The struggle is real, and she's tired of being real on this kind of shit, y'all.
2: It's, oh, oh it's, real. It's, it's real. It's um. real. It is.
4: It is the fucking struggle. Is real. I'm 58 fucking years old, and I'm pretty much working four jobs, all inclu- all in involving driving. And I'm yeah, what did what did, what did George W. Bush say?
2: What did George W. Bush say? That's uniquely American.
4: <laughs> right. Oh, and by the way, today was a uh, like a work stoppage, day, uh, one day strike for Uber and Lyft drivers because they're literally now taking 70 to 80 percent of what the passengers are paying us. And so they, they were in. I don't know what city that they, they were in because I was, I wasn't paying attention to the city. It might have been San Francisco. I don't know. But it was obviously a white guy. And you know, and most of the people that they were interviewing, were like, yeah, it's not right. How, like with how much gas costs and wear and tear on their car. Why should either? I've been offered rides out for three, two dollars. What the fuck do you think I'm gonna do with two dollars? That doesn't even pay for my gas.
2: Right. Well, in fact, Randy Radar pointed. And, and Randy so, Ra- Randy Radar pointed out earlier that the Lyft, Uber, and Doordash strike was today. I can't go anywhere, Randy said, because that's my backup transportation. But I support it.
4: Right, because Randy, you you care. You you believe in you know that that um, living a living wage is a human right. That that safe and affordable housing is also a human right. That children should be able to eat every day, three times, three meals a day, as a human right, and not that motherfucker in Nebraska. I don't believe it. Well, for the motherfucker, it ain't for you. It's for the children. Fuck y'all. So it's like, so uh, you know, so the, this one white guy, because he knew he was like, well, I guess I should so feel bad, but they chose to drop to do this job. What? Uh, yeah, and that's the problem. That is the problem with a Amer- uh, with a lot of Americans. That people, you really think that if there was a better alternative, that there would be such that anybody would drive Uber and Lyft when when you have no choice. Oh, where you I remember. Can, I remember.
2: You know, I remember way back we were talking about what the gig economy would do to the uh, to do would do to the working class. Before it ever even really, really got rolling. And we were right. I mean, yeah. you just were.
4: And we were right. As, as, as we are about so business things. It's, it's, it's the gig economy and, and, and the, and the corporations are making billions of dollars and trying to cry poverty. Is you know we they had a town hall out here the other day, yesterday I believe um, about the, the changing of the entertainment industry and how you know the, the, the standard of movie of television shows were you know twenty two episodes
0: mm-hmm.
4: a season now most shows are eight, eight episodes maybe if you're lucky ten. Oh, I know, that, I know, I know. I,
2: I watched the dip. I watched. I watched the first season of the diplomat. What a cliffhanger! And it's over, right? What a cliffhanger!
4: Okay, and this. Okay, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's amazing. Don't um, don't
2: watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch but, it. Don't watch it at least until season two comes out because it's just too good.
4: No, well, I no, I won't. Thank you for thank you for that. Thank you for that. i I'll wait until season two. Because now, if season two comes out, I
2: didn't. I didn't realize. Uh, uh, I didn't realize it was just one season, and jumped into it. I incorrectly attributed Steve from Georgia all-around great guy, as being the inspiration, but it wasn't Steve. He later influenced. So it was somebody. But we got to the cliffhanger, and it, oh, that gave me the dirtiest look. <laughs> Where's the next episode, Roxanne? Oh, and all I, all, right I, all I could all I could do was say I'm sorry, because it was my fault, you see, because we've become because we've already become deeply invested. In ongoing series is now, and every now and then she just looks up and goes, "What the hell happened to the Orville? When do we get the new uh, strange uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds? What the hell ever happened to Louder Milk? That was good. That was funny.
4: I think it's on Netflix now. Uh,
2: the neck a new season of Louder Milk?
4: I don't know if it's a new season.
2: Yeah, so get me the lion. I, but that's it, uh, frustrating it is
4: it so is, na- it so is now I, so now i am yeah. watching
2: so now i'm watching suits which premiered in 2009 and apparently ended in 2019 and yep. yeah those are those are those are 22 those are 22 oh, episode yeah. seasons yeah and as our that buddy As our buddy Dan has pointed out, because he works in the industry, 22 episodes is a hell of a lot of work. And so, you know, I I stand with the actors and the writers, and and but by the same token, with with those with with uh, with with series being uh, so few episodes, I just hope they're able to make make a living. Oh, and by the way do we get a, do we get a quantum and, and leap? do we get a quantum leap this week? Yes okay
4: As, I think it's actually the season finale
2: It's well the season finale the, is, the season finale is two hours so
4: I think you do don't again don't
2: give me the lion if you know'll no, ch- check I'll do. check it out uh, uh, I'll check it out after the program but oh oh for anybody. She's brilliant. The new the the new Taylor Tomlinson special on Netflix was absolutely devastatingly hilarious. I mean, Annette
4: mm-hmm.
2: the, uh, Taylor Tomlinson, comedian.
4: I don't know who that is. So I'll look them up.
2: Oh Jesus, she's funny. I mean, Annette, Annette and I were just kind of clutching our sides and and hurting. We were laughing so hard. I'm going go to go back and rewatch it. I'm going to go back and rewatch it because it's still, it's going to be, it, it'll be even funnier the second time around.
4: Do you know how many, speaking rewatching, do you know how many times I have rewatched the episode with Spock being fully human?
2: Oh, yeah. Mmm. Love that. The
4: bacon. Yeah, I mean, I love that episode, was hilarious. It's like it's sweet and salty and soft and crispy. Wow! Oh my life! Oh, and anybody who's ever loved, it's like bacon. I, I think I told you about my neighbor, who I take to the airport on occasion. Okay. And I showed him a picture. Of he's he's a nice Jewish boy. Um, and this is sweet as he could be. And I showed him a picture of my gumbo that I made on Christmas on New Year's Day, right? (laughs) And so, and I told him the story how, you know, my I only decided, you know, my sister-in-law, I said, oh, I'll make it, but you have to pay for it. And I thought that would get me out of it. (laughs) (laughs) No. And so, and I showed him the picture. He's like, so let me get this straight. If I pay for everything, you'll make gumbo. And I'm like, well, obviously, you don't keep kosher. She's like, girl, no. Nah. <laughs> nah. I don't she think, goes,
2: I don't think you can make, I as don't as know. As? Maybe it exists. Maybe it's possible to make kosher gumbo, but I can't imagine how.
4: No. What? what? It's a Is it's a portation. And I mean, I guess there is vegetarian gumbo, but is that really gumbo, sir? Well, I mean, it
2: is, just, it is, I mean, look, maybe you could, could you, could you replace, I mean, I guess there's, I guess there's like vegan smoked sausage and maybe using some of that plant-based protein and maybe scatter in some crumbly tofu. Works Works in chili, probably work in gumbo.
4: Oh, that, I, I, gotta say, I gotta
2: say thank Sorry. you. To, I gotta say thank you to Ken up in uh, up in Erie. I will meet Ralphs and Steve's challenges in honor of Tracy and Darlene. Thank you, oh, Ken. Bye. Aww, isn't that sweet? And so That's and so correct. I ju- and so I just found out. Granted, granted, there's only 17 minutes left. But a kind uh, our kind anonymous internet friend has said. I got a hundred bucks in my PayPal account that says that there's another hundred dollars out there in the Horn community to match it. So hey, sixteen minutes, oh. chance to double your money up to a hundred bucks, turn a hundred into two hundred or fifty into a hundred or. It's out there, it's out there. Uh, but you were trying to get uh. off the phone and I kept you, so I apologize for that.
4: No, it's a, no, wait, no, I've already walked. So the walk wasn't bad. I walked to the house. I took the sign and I'm not out of breath. You never said <laughs> I,
2: I would have, I would never have known you were doing it.
4: I walked. Good for I you. I actually walked to the, She. I mean, it's just really because of all the walking I've been doing in the last few weeks. No lie. I mean, and I, cause I was realizing, I'm like, wait. I'm walking and talking, and I'm not short of breath. You know how huge this is for me? That's, 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 that's just power. So I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely exhilarated. Uh, you, I, you've got I a right me. And, and by to be the way, to...
2: in answer to your question, uh, Steve in New York said meatless gumbo. That's just called gum. Without the bow,
4: <laughs> I just it, 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 and, and look. And no disrespect to my vegan and no, vegetarian teach. You know, serious. You know, mad props to y'all that can. But like, <laughs> so that's, what, and that's what, like my neighbor who is very much Jewish, not like wearing a yarmulke Jewish. But he's like, have you not tasted bacon? How could I be? This, this man literally said, have you not tasted bacon? How could I, how could I keep kosher? When there's such a thing as bacon. Right. And I, when, when he said that, I just, I, I can't argue with that. How can you? I mean, again, obviously, I, you know, I love the Lord; and He He heard my cry and pitied every moan. However, my Jesus loves bacon. Shut up! <laughs> my God loves bacon, especially
2: when the they're especially awesome. especially when it's wrapped around scallops.
4: Great. Or when you rub brown sugar on it and bake it, and you have pig candy. My Jesus, and my God, love baking.
2: It's the pitch, it's the tone, it's the sincerity, it's the everything. Brother Deacon Asa said, y'all are obviously y'all are obviously not hip to the culinary world. Of course, there's kosher gumbo out there. It all has to do with the way they slaughter the pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother Deacon! Oh, thank you so much to uh, we love our. Thank you so much to our buddy Gino. Gino, thank you, thank you, thank you. Gino said I'll match that hundred bucks. And so look at this. Mm. So let's see. So we 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 almost got. Well, we got done with. Let's see. (laughs) Sorry, ciphering. Yeah, we got done with Thursday, last Thursday, and uh, almost an entire program's worth of fundraising. Yeah, so we are down to, um, let's see, nine, six and a quarter. So we will once again only have a three-digit fundraising goal tomorrow for Thorn in the Side Thursday. Thank you, Gino. That was wonderful. It all has to do with...
4: It's you know it's 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 the beauty of the bacon because you cannot I again bacon is life and life is bacon. Yeah, I said that.
2: You know you're making so, you're making me again, think. I have I've got to order. I haven't had Benton's bacon since God was a baby, a bacon loving baby.
4: See again. We know that the God, well, I don't, yeah, I know, but the God that we've heard of, she loves bacon, the it, goddess.
2: Yes, she does. She
4: loves her some bacon. The, the only God that I can follow is a God or goddess that loves bacon because the rest of these people, no. What do you mean you can't have bacon? No. Look, <laughs> I, I want pork on my fork. I love me. I love these I love to be.
2: And I'm gonna say I love to be sliding and dining. Yeah,
4: well you just you just, cre- you, you,
2: you just cause you just caused a little bit of a disturbance in the force for Steve in New York. I just got a note. My well, Je- my Jesus loves bacon. The people at the checkout line looked at me funny. <laughs> looked at me funny right after I snorted. <laughs>
4: What's that man listening to? My Jesus loves, look, my Jesus not only loves bacon, he loves homosexuals, he loves transgender people, he loves disabled people, he loves unhoused people, he loves gig workers people, he loves, you know, children that need to be on the EBT and all that there. He loves, you know, he loves all them folks. He loves him some black people. He loves him some Jewish people. He loves him some Palestinian folks. He loves them all, but especially loves bacon. You're pissing.
2: You're You're pissing off the pulled pork portion of the and, and ribs portion of the of the community.
4: Yes. Well, okay. He, she, he, he, they. I, they love pork. Again, my Jesus be smiling and dining, and you know and forking and, 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 for and, and, and forkin and yes. That's <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's like it's like, pork, it's like pork on bay folk.
2: It's like uh, it's it's like it's like they're in the beatitudes where you know anybody who's ever seen Life of Brian knows that Jesus says, "Blessed are the cheesemakers." <sighs>
4: Uh, see I mean again I think the world would be a better place if people ate more pork. Well no, it's probably really bad for you. But I, I just like I said, Robin, I just I I know I'm 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 being crazy right now and, and nonsensical, but it's it's just I, 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 just, you know, I'm feeling like Rodney King. Can we all just get along? And, and, and can we not have people that said, that says to me that my, uh, my walker is political propaganda? That, that somebody would even come up with some shit like that, that would even fix their fucking mouth to even say something as stupid as that, his political propaganda. Because I, I you know, no, and I no, no, crazy, uh, crazy old,
2: in crazy old crazy old grandpa Maggot obviously hadn't had his meds today, and or maybe should have. Oh, or, oh or he ma- was or your ma-
4: grandpa. No. Oh no no no! Robin, he was probably no 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 no. He was probably in his forties. See, I hear that I hear that, that shit. I, I, hear, I, hear,
2: I hear that shit and I'm thinking Grandpa Simpson yelling at clouds.
4: No Not even sis. Not even. No, that's that was the that was the worst of it not this was a relatively young person I mean I know I was older than they were I would say I don't even know if they were in their 40s they might have been like mid 30s or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. yeah exactly that part it's just and it's even scarier when you see young maggots or youngish Maggot maggots because this is this is who we're dealing with now. This is this is the sub this is who you are and this is who you want to be and this is who this is how you want your life to be. I I it's it's it, it sad to me. It really, really is. Because it's like
2: But they're happy. Or they what? think they're happy. They're, they're, and they're they're, happy with they this. they love they love the hate. Now uh, you might find that this is a this is a nice one for the end of the program. Uh, we've got a little countdown going on. Friday, Judge Ngoron is expected to reveal the number. That is the hundreds what of mil- the the hundreds of millions of dollars that Nitwit Nero has to disgorge. And give the good people of the state of New York for having defrauded them over the course of years.
4: Uh-oh.
2: So there'll be a meltdown. But oh,
4: I'm, and I'm and I'm here for it.
2: Leti- Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York, who lives for lives rent-free in Orange Julius Geezer's <laughs> brain, mind, skull. No brain in there anymore. Uh, she sent, she sent No brain, out
4: a, no brain, no brain.
2: She sent out a valentine today, because it is Valentine's Day. She said roses are red, yes. roses are red, violets are blue. No one's above the law, even when you think the rules don't apply to you. I wondered who she could have been writing that to.
4: this is this, you know I may not be celebrating Valentine's Day or at like Alexs little girl little girl oh my lord did I just say something Valentine. Valentine's. hmm
2: okay. uh, And so, you know, uh, so one of the one of the uh, ma- uh, one of the maggots melted down some creep named Aaron L. Schulte said remember you said that when you are indicted for election interference, and another maggot said, we, "We will see your comeuppance. It will be glorious." But I think, I think it's come. I think mm-hmm. fr- by by the time we're by the time we go on on fr- Friday on the front porch, uh, the comeuppance may be entirely nitwit Nero's.
4: I am so there for it. I just, it just, it just, it, it makes my heart sing because. I want him bankrupt. I want him. It was like I said, you know, when I, about the guy who went off on me and my two, you know, uh, fellow canvassers. Um, and I said, you know, you guys, I'm really glad that you guys were with me. But then I said, actually, no, I wish I hadn't been alone because I would have said something. And by the time I finished, just great, great, great grandchildren would still be feeling the pain by the time I finished with this. And it, it would just, I would it's like poof in the ether. It's like ah, but I again I was I was trying to show restraint because again, oh did I tell you that oh I forgot to mention oh he was videoing me. Us. Oh nice, of course. So so I'm pretty sure we're on some right wing tool. Uh, uh um website or what have you and so you know i'm like I'm, i again i don't robin I, i'm I, I have no i have zero fucks left to give about these people and i just i just want them to, again cuz when i told cuz we have a phone line and stuff that we can go to and call if there's a the problem or what have you. And, you know, everybody was concerned. They're like, you know, if you want to go home, you can. I said, no, I can't home, go home because that's how they win. That's how the fascists win. By thinking that they can intimidate us and not, and, and we just go, you know, scurrying away like, you know, like roaches when the lights come off. That ain't me. I, again, no. I, I I tell no. people the reason why I'm doing this, the reason why I'm doing this is because we have to. We can't not let these people win and we have to, they, they have to be eviscerated. There can be no question as to whether or not they lost. They have to, they have to be this like I said, scorched, scorched earth. The, the, I don't want any razor thin margin. I don't want the, you know the the error margin of error. Fuck that. No. I want people to come out and do the thing. But we can't do the thing if we sit at home. We must end these motherfuckers and end them hard. <laughs> That part. Run them to well, ground. On that yep. note, it's time. All right, Tracy. I love you. I love you so much. I love you
2: to pieces. You have a good evening. That I
4: was supposed to get off the plane. Put <laughs> your baby cake. Hi. Bye, Horn family. And you know, oh yeah. Oh wait. I got. T- I got ten t- on the challenge. Oh uh, well, it got mad. I got ten on the challenge. It got mad. Okay. Okay. Well, if you want we'll to, if you want to, put ten toward tomorrow.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. That actually, that'd go to uh, tomorrow's fundraising goal. Will now be. uh, Nine hundred and five dollars. That's a lot better so we than twelve hundred dollars. Tracy t-
4: Tracy's ten dollar kick these motherfuckers asses out of kick these motherfuckers out of office challenge.
2: It's right there. There
4: we
2: go. All right, Tracy. You have a good night, dear.
4: Partner. You too, baby. Love you.
2: Love you. Bye. And this being Valentine's Day and all, we've gotta have a Valentine's Day story to end things. Romance is still blossoming for the former guy. Today he published a Valentine's fundraiser to his wife, Melanoma, who, with a single exception, has not been seen with him in months. They, they they sent out a, uh, <laughs> a fundraising valentine. Dear Melania, I love you. Even after every single indictment, arrest, and witch hunt, you never left my side. You've always supported me through everything. I wouldn't be the man I am today without your guidance, kindness, and warmth. Wait a minute. Just wait a damn minute. Um, let's do this right. I wonder how many of you know what I'm doing. I'll bet some do because of course this will be perfect Dear Melania I love you Even after every single indictment, arrest, and witch hunt, you never left my side. You've always supported me through everything. I wouldn't be the man I am today without your guidance, kindness, and warmth. You will always mean the world to me, Melania. From your husband with love, Donald J. Trump. Please leave some kind words for the First Lady this Valentine's Day. Send your love, and there's a link to donate. How romantic! Gosh, it must be so wonderful to have a hubby who will pimp you out for a political donation. Oh, isn't it just charming? God... Romance is not dead. Chivalry yet abides. From Donald J. Trump to his dear Melanoma. You will always mean the world to me, Melanoma. Even when I'm cheating on you with a porn star. Your kindness, your guidance, and your warmth. Warmth? Did he see her Christmas display? (sighs) Okay, yeah. Randy Radar says, because being president means never having to say you're sorry. And being Trump means you're not able to. Well, that's the program, y'all. Thanks, everybody, for joining in live. Listen, uh, if if you're taking the podcast, please leave a review, leave a comment, like it, subscribe to it, and all of those things help grow the community so that more people can be part of the conversation. Thanks to our Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Thank you. to our a la carte contributors and challenge makers, thank you kind anonymous internet friend, and thank you Steve in New York, and thank you Ralphs this evening, and thanks to everybody who responded, thank you. Thanks to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks to our all-volunteer staff. Thanks to Roger in the chat room. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, HeadOn.Live. Thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest-working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. My birthday fundraiser for Coal River Mountain Watch netted $800, so thanks to everybody who responded to that and gave some support to a genuine grassroots organization. Please stay safe. Get your booster if you haven't. Only 15% of us have. Get your flu shot. Get your RSV vaccine, especially if you're around little ones. Get your pneumonia shot, too, if you're an age for that. Wear your mask when you're around the maggots. They're a viral spreading lot. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Use your hand sanitizer carry it with you pocket or purse maintain your social distance as best you can and if an adipose waddling blob of grievances and stupidity comes shambling toward you swearing his undying love avoid Nero like the plague because he is And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Love you, Wayne. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Later.